our friend of the show, Geeker, stops back by to talk all things baseball. We'll get into the, the wonderfulness that is the NBA playoffs, and then we also talk a little bit about WWE on biography with the A&E Network. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with... Mr. Brown. And... Canadian Biggie. All right. I'm glad we took the Canadian moniker at least two weeks in a row. And guys, we're not going to lie to you. We've already done an interview. We've already talked to our good friend of the show, Geeker, who, who decided to drop all kinds of baseball knowledge with us. It was fun. And honestly, like, we don't even want to do the show. We just want to play NBA Jam, right? It's kind of a... I don't know. It's a crazy addiction. It, it's hanging 30 over, years in the making. It's literally over my shoulder right now. Like, it's the worst addition we could possibly make to the man cave. Yes. Because all I want to do is play NBA Jam. Yeah. And I want to chuck Scott Skiles into the third row because that bastard got the best of me last time. Just wait, though. We're down here trying to do a live draft. I Well, that's one thing. But I know Saturday night, I said I was going to come down, stay till midnight. It went till 3 a.m. Yeah. That's right. You don't keep track of time. It's just the 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 clock, the 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 sket, you know, it's the quarter timer. You're not paying attention. It's so crazy because it still is a video game, but it gives you that arcade feel we had when we were kids where you're shoulder to shoulder and the adrenaline's pumping a little bit and I think you need to put like a quarter thing on there. Maybe we won't play it as much. If if, if we have to put quarter if we have, if you have to pay, if we have to pay just to visit with you, that might help. I mean, I'd be loaded up, uh, saved up. We'd be having prime rib for the fantasy football draft, whatever hey, we want. Here's the stat, stat of the day. The first year NBA Jam was in arcades, it collected over a billion dollars in quarters. Well, there you go. That was like in 93. Lobster tail prime rib fantasy it, football baby. this year. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait, like Bart Scott said. Anyway, so we talked a little bit about baseball. We won't go into too much of that, but one of the things I, I want to ask Biggie, just because he wasn't part of the interview, was – the whole thing about the unwritten rules versus, uh, you know, just playing the game the way the players today want to let it get played. How do you feel about La Russa and the White Sox and all that stuff about, uh, you know, swinging at a 3-0 pitch with a uh, position player? Didn't he hit the 3-0 pitch off another position player? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a position player. And that, he, that 3 49-mile-per-hour fastball. <laughs> I saw this thing this week about Trevor Bauer where he's saying, hey, if you hit a home run off me 3-0 Good for you. I'm not going to be mad at you. You can't expect hitters to not hit. Uh, I have absolutely no issue with it. I think it's crazy that we are talking about it right now. That's what we need to put on the page. We need to ask people. Are no, you? We, we can do that. Is it, is it about the unwritten oh, rules or is it about just let the players play? I think La Russa showed how he really isn't in touch with today's players. I remember when he got hired at his age, we thought, would he be able to relate to today's players? And he's showing that he can't. I think we were all in favor of La Russa hire. Like we thought yeah, it would I work. Was. And now, I, hey, you know, what do we know? They're in first place. So maybe it's fine. I mean, but, like, like Geeker said, winning cures all. That's but it. I read today, despite being in first place, that the White Sox clubhouse is on the verge of rebelling against La Russa. Uh, what is that going to look like? They're going to take him out in center field like and the, sacrifice the him? The disciplinarian <laughs> comes in against a group of guys that are used to doing what they want and uh, heads are going to roll. All right, I guess. So let's uh, clarify, though, that 49-mile-an-hour pitch. It might have been 48. I could that be giving him an extra. That he hit 
wasn't the best floater pitch in Scuffy McGee. It was just a, a lob <laughs> in there. So you're dropping Scuffy McGee references? Yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> uh, you know what I have an issue with in baseball? Dirty slides. Dirty. I don't have an issue oh, with the guys. Are we talking about Machado again? Didn't he just do another dirty slide? Well, yeah, I figured you would lead that way. <laughs> uh, it's not dirty when you compare it to like the 70s and 80s where guys tried to shoulder tackle the short Ty Cobb is not walking phase. through that door. Or in somebody's career in an all-star game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's We've wrong come with a that? long way. <laughs> I just 3-0, you lob me one down the middle, I'm going to take a yard. You know what, though? It's May. There's still a lot of baseball to be played. But you know what? The stuff we've gotten so far has been been fun. And we talked a lot about the Giants kind of having the early season uh, you know, surge here, the Red Sox, and things like that. And we know this stuff may not last. But you know what? For at least the time being, you know, if you're a Giants or Red Sox fan, you got to be excited. That's good stuff. There's optimism in McCovey Cove. There is. You know, get your kayaks, baby. We're going to town. But, you know, anyway – we, we had a lot of fun talking with the Geeker. We'll go ahead and give you that interview next. This is us talking all things baseball with our friend of the show, Geeker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with a familiar voice. We talked to him last time right around the Super Bowl, right before, because he was representing Bill's Mafia. And unfortunately, he didn't make it to the big game. But you know what? He is all about baseball, too, and we love to talk baseball. And we're going to bring our boy Geeker back on the show. Geeker, how's it going, brother? Going great, fellas. Good, to, uh, good to be here. Thanks for having me, man. We're glad to have you back. And you know what? It's it's nice outside. Last time we talked, we're down here in the man cave. We got the heat on. We're trying to stay warm. And now, like, I'm not even wearing sleeves today. It's it's like 90 degrees today. It was beautiful. Uh, how's it been where you're at? Are you enjoying summertime uh, yet? Or are you still like uh, in the lull? It's here? trying to crack through, but the the rain is really getting us this week, man. It's it's really muggy right now. Mm. Well, uh, you know what? You can just uh, superimpose yourself here in West by God, Virginia, where the sun was out today and, and life was good. But good. we want to talk. We want to talk all things baseball here and just go over some things. So I know, Mr. Brown, you got a couple things on your mind. So there, there's some things that have been you know going on kind of in recent memory here for MLB. What are a couple of those things that we want to talk to Geeker about? I mean, let's start with the biggest story in the news today. Let's talk about the Sox and is this match made in heaven with Tony Larusa? <laughs> I mean, is, is the game passed him by? It's a very exciting young team, despite losing both of their top offensive superstars, and they're still top of the AL Central. So, Geeker, your opinion, man, is this going to work out with Larusa? I've heard today the locker room is ready to rebel against him with people coming out social media over this whole fiasco and the 3-0 count thing. Uh, from my history of sports, winning cures everything. No, that's a good answer. Keeps, yeah. If he keeps winning, man, you, you can't you can't stop him. You know, like he's got the experience, he's got the rings. He'll he'll win the locker room regardless of their age. All right, so let's back up real quick. So let's just go over this whole three zero thing. So set the stage here, Mister Brown. Exactly what happened a couple of days ago that's caused all this controversy? Well, they were uh, up double digits. Was it eighth or ninth inning? Uh, yeah, they had a. Yeah, they had a position player on the other team throwing on the mound. 49 miles per hour. Right yeah, there. the count was 3-0. My boy Mercedes uh, <laughs> swings away because you don't know if you're going to get another strike and blast the home run. And then it kind of ticked off. Tony, or not kind of. Tony LaRusso said there will be consequences. And there was. But you know how hard it is to hit a 49-mile-per-hour pitch out of the park? Right. 
He created all of his exit velocity. <laughs> he did, man. You got to love that torque, that, that yeah. swing, baby. So, you know, a lot of players came out in his defense. They're like, look, like pitchers. Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn, Trevor Bauer, it, it, you name it. They're like, you know, don't get – I'm not going to get mad if you hit one off me when I'm up 3-0. But in the game Lance Lynn off of it with his own manager was right. like, listen, you, you don't want him to swing. You got a position player out there. Like, Take the you, game serious. What are you supposed to do? Just I. But I guess the the whole thing was Larusa told him he was on a, a don't don't swing. Yeah, right. Don't swing, no matter what. And he ends up cranking it out of the park, and it is what it is. So, it, it, how do you feel about that, Geeker? Do you frown upon that? Uh, is that is that against the unwritten rules, so to speak, or do you ha- or do you not have a problem with it? I'm uh I'm new age. I'm more into statistics than I am into unwritten rules. And uh, statistics say you get a meat pitch, you rock it. How many of those are you going to see in a lifetime? <laughs> not, not many. One, just that one, man. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> might as well softball it. If Larusa wants to play softball, you might as well softball. But I mean, and you're seeing the divide there with Larusa being as old school as he is. Told him there's going to be repercussions. Of course, the next night they they throw at him, throw behind him, kind of. You know, and it's all, but you, you hear the interview with uh, Mercedes, and then you hear LaRussa, and like they're clearly not on the same page. I agree. Yeah. I mean, this whole new age, like just let them play thing, I'm totally behind it, you know, and uh, it, the whole barriers of the, of the past need to come down in order for these kids to start having fun. Cause if the kid, if the players aren't having fun, are the fans? Yeah, so what players are not okay with this? I, I've only seen players come out and, and kind of say, like, we're fine. It is what it is. We'll get them next time. I haven't seen too many people really admonish any of this. Yeah, that's true. I haven't actually noticed anyone come out and say, you know, like, specifically, I can't think of anyone in particular. Um, how about you? Have you guys heard of anybody? I mean, I haven't heard anybody come out against it, but I think we're seeing a shifting of the guard because we've always had Latino players in the game, obviously, but now – there's more, and we've got Acuna, we've got Tatis, we've got these guys that are now going to be faces of MLB, and that's how they play the game. They play with the flash. They play with the flair. They want to show emotion, whereas a typical, you know, U.S. baseball player, it's like, i got to act like a professional, I've been there before type of behavior. But if they want to do that, that's fine too. But I'm all about your professional. That's your job to win the game. If you want to show some exciting, you know, bat flipper, yeah, like, whatever. Doesn't Trevor Bauer do the same thing? That yeah, he's, he he's one example. He gives the Connor McGregor Man, strut off Trevor the Bauer. map. Right. What's not to like? Because at the end of the day, you still got to go out there and play. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. If if you do something to purposely show up another player, I mean, I don't think doing a bat flip is showing up somebody. Uh-huh. I think it's you celebrating. You achieve something. That's fine. Now, we had the incident a couple weeks ago where, uh, what was it, the Mets and the Phillies? Was that where uh, the pitcher for the Mets was? Uh, it was Phillies. It was, that's what I'm Mets and Phillies. Right? Yeah, the Phillies pitcher, I thought. It was a, I can't, yeah, it was the Phillies pitcher. Yeah. Talking smack. You're like, that's different, oh, right? Smith. That's not quite the same thing because he struck him out, and as he was walking, he was yelling yeah, at Reds him. guy did that to Rizzo, too. Ah, that doesn't count. No, wait, the yeah, Reds got to Rizzo. You're talking about Amir Garrett. Yeah, Garrett just talking yeah, smack Garrett, to Rizzo. Garrett's they lost that game and he's talking smack. Yeah, that's Garrett, though. He's, he's a he's a high head. Well, see, to me, I'm fine with all of it because if you're going to allow guys to bat flip and do all that with showboat with a home run, yep. a pitcher should be able to showboat on the mound after he struck you out. Right. So why can't, we, why can't we just get to that point instead of throwing at people? 
Hey, I come I mean, to a school with a movie basketball. Let's be doing dances. That's right. Let's get some uh, thriller on the thing. And wait, wait. What, what would your distraction move be? How would you distract uh, Mr. Brown here if he's trying to sink a free throw? Uh, Steve Perry. Steve Perry. You know okay. that? Have, do you guys know the movie basketball? I, I, that's why I'm asking. I completely just referenced that movie okay. asking you what. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you're going to chew on aluminum foil or what. I don't uh, know. <laughs> oh, that's one of my. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to do that one. Hey, it's got my favorite line from a movie. It's you're excited. Fill these nipples. (laughs) That movie's great. That's uh, most of my favorite lines. I can't recite. (laughs) Oh, you can. We're rated explicit. It's okay. I love the get up, you little bitch. You're my new best friend. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You guys Uh, make fun of me 13 or 14 more times. I swear to God, I'm out of here. That's awesome. That's an underrated movie. I don't care what anybody says. So good. I love those guys. Uh, That's that's got prom Jenny McCarthy in it too. Mm. Right. And uh, who is the other chick? The uh, Yasmin 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 Bleeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Going to see the sick kids in the hospital all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I can name almost all the Baywatch girls. Yeah, that's okay. So real quick, who's your favorite Baywatch girl of all time? And you can't say Pam Anderson. Nah, she wouldn't be anyway. Um, I was a fan of uh, what was her name? Uh, short hair blonde. Oh man, what was her name? She was. Uh, it can't be. That's going to drive me. You guys just you just stirred me up. You're going to drive uh, me nuts. Erica Liniak. Erica Liniak. Uh, okay. Oh, that's that's I'm, early Baywatch. I remember. Yeah. Mm, I remember her in the Beverly Hillbillies too. She was uh, Jake <laughs> Clampett's daughter. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, weren't we talking about baseball? Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So the Sox, they going to continue? Are they going to hold on to the vision in your mind the rest of the way? I don't know, man. The Twins look pretty dangerous. Dude, look at the stats of just the Twins versus the Sox. The run <laughs> differential alone is like 100, man. It's hey, hey, for the record, I was I was joking. The Twins are it's hot It's crazy. No, the Sox got it, man. LaRusso will keep them on the track. That's all they were missing, really. I, I like Renteria, but unfortunately, when you got an all-star Hall of Fame coach, you got to take them. Cubs did it to get one. White Sox are going to do it to get one. Fair enough. All right, so let's move to the other side of the city and let's talk about your beloved Cubs. So I guess my only question is, I wish the Braves – or not, this is a statement first before the question. I wish the Braves <laughs> played the Cubs all the time because it was great playing you guys. But are you all going to have a fire sale in your opinion? Or are you going to hang around just enough mm. to stay in the hunt and try to make a Theo Epstein is not in the front office. So, What's going to happen here down the stretch? I come from the school of reload. And when you have an opportunity, like we're not World Series poised this year. So you got to get your commodities where you can get them. You got to get rid of Bryant, you know, reevaluate every contract you have and get as much value out of those expiring contracts as you can and just try to win as much as you can. You know, we got decent pitching, some hitting. If it can stay steady, I think we can hang in there and fire sale all right so so rizzo fire sale or uh bryant fire sale like who's going who who, who you i thought rid- rizzo was done rizzo was done too is he not yeah, expiring contract um yeah his expiring they said they were going to do it at the end of the year but like when you don't get it done like that it's just sour so yeah. I, you know i'm thinking rizzo and uh bryant for sure Contreras if, if he's hitting um bias isn't going anywhere because nobody wants him um <laughs> not for the price you know what i mean we're getting what right 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 him, no know? i understand so yeah those those three for sure and then uh you know reevaluate alzale you know 
Mm. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants him either. Do you think they got a <laughs> shot for a wild card at all? Yeah, I mean, our division is weak. You know, the Brewers aren't going anywhere. The Cardinals should be better, you know. So if the Cubs can hang around, you know, 500 and make a run at the end, I, don't, I think it's going to be a crazy September. Well, I, I'm heading to Cincinnati Friday to watch them and the Brewers. So I'll I'll give you a very good scouting report on both teams. <laughs> there you go, yeah. With Yelich back. Yeah, with Yelich back. Yelich back, I, I think- that's going to be My brother's really excited about that. The the problem with the NL Central is you have a bunch of teams that are that are decent, but nobody's great and nobody's terrible except the Pirates. Absolutely, that's that's why I think September is going to be so nice. We'll have three or four teams making one run, uh, assuming everybody's healthy and the fire sale worked. <laughs> hey, at least your Cubbies are hitting the ball now. Yeah, right. That's I mean, geez, that was the most frustrating thing. There's nothing like watching zeros and ones go up on the board. So mm. so depressing. So if you're going to get zero, let him know hit you at least. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, my funnest time this year so far with as a Braves fan was actually when Freddie Freeman struck out against Rizzo. I mean, that, that was hilarious. That was awesome. And I'm a Braves fan. He couldn't even keep right? a straight face. You know what I mean? Man, did you guys – Were we mad at him for trying to swing at the ball when it's a position player? No, he, I see it. As soon as the position players are in, man, it's fair game to me. <laughs> Freddie you know? couldn't hold it together. No, it was terrible. Well, right. you know, Rizzo and Freddie, they go back and forth yeah. a little bit. Right. Yeah, did you guys see what Bryant and Schwarber did last night? Was it the Twix? Yeah, yeah, yeah where he left it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he ate it, too, and then he, had, yeah, what, he yeah. hit a home run the next time up. Yep. Yeah, it's so cool. He won't leave a Twix out there again. Yeah, absolutely. He, he'll be got to leave him like a mounds bar or something. There you go. Hey, so I want to shift gears. We talked about the Sox. We talked about the Cubs. I want to talk about the two biggest surprises in baseball, one in each league. The San Francisco Giants? Let me run into it. The the Giants are 26 and 16, run differential of plus 38. Best record in the NL still? Uh, Yeah. Yes, they are. Okay. The Padres are right there with them, too. And the Dodgers are back uh, two games, which everyone thinks it'll be the Dodgers. But anyway, right. so we got the Giants Except plus differential maybe. of plus 38. And then the, the Red Sox are 25 and 18 at plus 37. So to you, which one's the bigger surprise so far? For me, it's the Giants. Like the Red Sox seems like they're, they could contend every year. The Giants had their run and it just felt like they were done, you know. And now like I was telling you guys earlier, I got Posey in one of my leagues and he is raking. Just raking. I love I- it. Brandon Crawford's having like an MVP type season right? so yeah. far. And, and like, where, where'd that come are, from? Those guys are in desperation mode, you know, and they're just, just crushing, man. Well, I mean, I, so, you know, the red, I'm a Reds fan. They're playing the Giants right now. And it's frustrating because all these guys too, like you got the old guys like Evan Longoria out there still balling. And it's just, it's amazing how well they're hitting and their pitching's been solid too. So like they they're actually not showing a lot of weaknesses in their game. I don't know if it's going to last obviously all season, but you know what, if you're a Giants fan, you got to be at least happy with how they're starting. Absolutely. That division's tough. And I agree with you. I mean, Giants are the bigger surprise, but they're also the team that I feel like is going to fall off. Yeah. Um the Red Red Sox I think can hold on at least to a wild card. Um the Yankees I think got to heat up at some point, but it, it's going to be tough for the Giants to um Hold off the pods and the Dodgers, I think. Nah, that division is too stacked. The fact that they're where they're at now is amazing. But when you look at the AL East, the Blue Jays haven't really seized control like we thought they might have in the in the you know 
issues of the Yankees. Charging, man. Blue Jays are half game out. They're, they're getting there. But you know what? With the Yankees being as bad as they are, you thought it would be the Blue Jays there. And instead, it's the Red Sox somehow. And and how is that even happening? Like, what? I, I don't know. I Honestly, I haven't even seen. I can tell you why. Tell us. J.D., F., and Martinez. He's doing everything. He might even close tonight. He's batting like 350. He is out he of might, control. He might close. <laughs> he might. Yeah, they, well, you know, Matt Barnes might hit too, We've right? Been, right. We've been <laughs> talking about position players, right? I mean, anyway, it is what it is. So one thing we were talking about before we started, I just want to kind of circle back to Geeker is, uh, you know, we were, we were going on a tangent a little bit about how there's more strikeouts than uh, hits so far this year. And we talk about like how some of the managers, we talk about how some of the old school guys are getting a little frustrated and things like that. But anyway, when you go back and, and look at how the season's played out so far, what are some things that are standing out to you? And do you think any of these are trends that are going to last all year? Um, yeah, I believe the strikeout trend, based on that article we were talking about earlier about Tim Kirchin, like the strikeout trend is just going to keep going until the players and, and managers adjust, until they start hitting away from the shifts, bunting and stop that launch angle stuff, you know, it's just going to get worse in my opinion. And then the I, the article also highlighted just how many pitchers can throw over 95 miles per hour before to where that's now the average is like 94. You know, I think he said 94 is the average you're going to see where it used to be 89. That's, that's insane. Boy. That's insane, man. And people don't realize that five mile per hour, but when you're a batter, that that's a big difference. It's like what? 0.2 of a second. From your point four yeah. seconds, <laughs> and then you start throwing in people that got good change ups in there that are throwing change ups in the in the mid eighties. You know, yeah. In the article, Joe Madden spotted he's like, and now the off the off uh, off speed pitches are even more devastating. Yep, you have it's to nuts. sit fastball because you can't catch up to it unless you're sitting it. I mean, ask Kevin Pilar about ninety four, <laughs> right? Well, <that's laughs> Don't bunt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, dude's a badass though. So that did y'all, did y'all see that post game? I, I was oh. watching the game live, and it was because Braves and Mets. But he threw up and in Webb for the Braves, and it was up and in ninety five mile an hour fastball. It hit him. I thought it hit the helmet because of the sound that it, it hit him made. in the face, and it was loud. But and as soon as he fell to the ground, he saw the blood pouring out, and but it was his nose that made that sound. So he has multiple facial fractures. His nose is broke. And then Snicker sent him a text the next day. It was like, just checking on you, buddy. You know, the opposition, yeah, yeah. opposing manager. Yeah. And he says, listen, Snit, I'd be on the lineup card today if I could see out of my left eye. No, he did uh, the post-game presser. Yeah. Like, he didn't even go to the hospital. He's, like, just talking about it. He's like, no, I feel good, man. I feel good. I just, vision's a little blurry, but I feel good. <laughs> vision's a little blurry. Freaking baller, man. I yeah. mean, you got to love it. Mm. Uh I mean, you know, that that's maybe that's why people aren't buttoning against the shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, no kidding. Of the yeah. face. 95 to the face will get you off the plate. <clears throat> I, I'm going to piggyback off what you said, Geeker. I don't see the trend changing. I just don't. Like, and we talked to Jack McDowell two weeks ago, Black Jack. Oh, and nice. he was like, he was like, I don't understand why we don't do fundamentals anymore. It's like, you want to beat the shift, hit it where they're not. Drop a bunt down. I don't care if you're a power hitter. If they're giving it to you, you can walk the first base. That's what's crazy is every time we talk to these old school baseball guys, and, and not that Jack McDowell's old school, we're talking about 90s, right? Right. But these guys will all say the same thing. Like, the game, everybody's falling too much into the the analytics of just, you know, hitting for power and things like that. Where if you could just bunt down the the third base line against the shift, you, you can get on base, 
And, and how many then, hits do you think Ricky Henderson would have? I mean, Ricky Henderson will probably be batting like 325 right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, and then he's still going to get to third base. Still like, get to third. I mean, but, you know, that's another thing. Like, there's no stolen bases anymore, right? Nope. Like, the game's yeah. changed. And, and sometimes analytics are great, but sometimes, you know, it, it backfires. I'm all about them. I, I'm all about the analytics, but like, we got to pick and we got to choose. It's not a, game. it's not a all a, or nothing. Correct. Right, right. You know, like, we can go back to the, uh, you know, World Series last year and Blake Snell and him getting yanked out of the game that he's rolling. Rolling. Dealing. I'm not even a fan of of the Rays, and I'm up pacing back and forth. I'm like, why would they take him out of the Cash, game? What are you doing? No, <laughs> you're killing me. And of course, what happens, right? Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong. I understand that if Snell stays in, he could have given up the same thing. But the guy was one hit through you know six innings. Like, yeah, why man. why do you do that? And of course, he goes and signs with the Padres because he's like, screw this, I'm out of here. He's like, well, the third time through the order, the averages increase exponentially. Not for him, though. The third time through the order, just, he actually got better. That is crazy. Like, like, that's all they say. That's like, whatever happened or, to the gut feel? No, it's great. Like, I love money, I love Moneyball, but at the same time, it, it, we're going overboard, I think. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You got you to gotta take the stats and use them with your gut. Hmm. You know, you can't just have one or the other. If you're just using your gut, you're taking too many chances. If you're just using stats, you're not taking any chances. All right. Well, man, we can talk about this stuff all night, but let me let me leave you with this question. So since we're on baseball, you're looking at where things are at right now. Who are the two you think are going to be playing for October uh titles here? I really like the White Sox. I'm I'm all about the White Sox. I'm all I'm a you know, being an Illinois boy, I'm a I'm a somewhat of a fan, even though I'm a Cubs heart. Um, on the other side in the NL, man, it's pretty open. It's hard to say the Dodgers won't end up there, though. You know, like, yeah, I've it's been still early five years now. <laughs> you know, like, it's just it's if you can't Dodgers. get past the Dodgers, there's, there's no reason to talk about anybody else. Well, and all the Dodgers got to do is just make the postseason once. Yeah, exactly. Day, you got you the know, best rotation in baseball. Good luck. You know, yeah. Okay. Well, fair that. enough. Fair enough. I don't know about the White Sox. I like this. I like this. It's not a bad pick. It's either they're either going to go to the World Series or they're going to be the probably the first team to first fire their up. manager midseason <laughs> in first place. It, it just depends on how well that locker room cohesion works. Right. Out. Hey, maybe they'll rally a, a, around hating him like Major League. Hey, it's my true. my favorite thing I saw today was like somebody like somebody posted something like Tony Larusa out here talking about like follow the rules of the game and dude can't even follow the rules of the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. That's hilarious. Uh, hey, drunk drunk driving we take seriously. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Do your drink right. at home, people. That's that's what we're doing right now. Absolutely. <laughs> so, all right, you got anything else for our boy Geeker? No, just uh, real quick, shout out to the listeners, man. Tell us uh, where they can find you and what you're up to. Yeah, what days. have you been up to since we Absolutely. last talked, man? You've been a busy, yeah. busy, so busy. Since people. we last talked, I've got a uh, like a streaming channel, essentially. I do all games, you know, board games, video games, card games, sports. I love sports. So I've just been dabbling here and there right now. I'm going to premiere a whole network starting in June, I hope, where it's just going to be four to five days a week, you know, six hours a day. Just different shows all revolving around games Uh, in the sports realm that you guys might be interested. I'm going to do a show called The Maddening, and it's just me playing Madden with my boys and trying to get a 32 team league together. That is awesome. In a fantasy style where I would sponsor, you know, games and gifts and stuff like that for things you do throughout the season. And you would earn points through the season. And then each year we would decide if we're moving on to the new game. 
or if we're sticking with our current dynasty. All right, all right, hold up for one second, Geekery. So, so two things. One, the maddening is a fantastic name for that. Thank you, thank you. And two, you know, the the closest I've ever got to anything like that is is like maybe like college football, like twenty twelve. I think I had uh, I think I had like eight people do a Big East conference with me, and we we did a whole season. That was yeah, fantastic. That was the jam, but right? I can't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's the only reason why I don't play video games now is because I got rid of college football. So I've kind of like Bring turned it into, back, baby. I know. I, I'm 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 opti- I, I'm I'm just gonna say I'm cautiously optimistic to see what it is. But anyway, I I can't imagine finding 32 guys that you can just routinely get to sign up and play every week and not to be a just a yeah. Shit. That's been the struggle so far. I've got six guys that want to start this with me to see how it goes. And that's where I'm going to start. And it's like I said, I'm just going to be cutting together 30 minute hour videos of me going around and sitting with these guys, playing the game, showing up, you know, our league, showing off our league and talking about the league and, and football. Now, now would you guys do uh, just with the regular rosters or would you do a fantasy draft? We would do a draft for sure. That would be the oh, premiere episode. That is phenomenal. Just keep yeah. drafting fast players and you'll win. You know, what's crazy. Who's the number one player that you would draft? Just off the top of your head, if you had number one. I say I haven't played Madden in years. So if I had to, if I had to pick the, I'm trying to think like who would be the fastest running back or fastest wide receiver in the game. I'm not sure. That's where I would go though. And speed. You're going all speed. I'd go all speed. See, I, I, my analysis has brought me to Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, really? His separation of his position. Yeah, that's the true. Impact and separation. I don't know. Video game though, right? Guy. I don't know. I'm, who's the who's the next best D tackle, man? You can't I'm not, I look in real life, I'm with you, but we're talking about video games. You yeah, know, and so then I'm, if you're controlling the guy that's right above the quarterback and he's the best in the game, okay. what's the quarterback gonna do mm. if you're actually good at Madden? Well, there you go. I, I don't like how you insinuated you that we may yeah. not actually Car be move, good. Swim move, spin move, you know what? do this. Screw you, Geeker, for insinuating I may not actually be good. Hey, I'm going to give you props because Chad never shuts up and you just shut his ass up. Well, I love it. <laughs> All, right, you. Baby. All right. Anything else outside of the maddening? So you're talking about all, what other things outside of sports? You talk about all these yeah, other so games. So like, uh, you know, do uh, you guys know the May the 4th thing for Star Wars? I mean, I, I know the expression. Right. So on May the 4th, I played some Star Wars and I've been playing Star Wars throughout the, the month. Like, what what games are you playing? I it's know called Star bit. Wars Fallen Order is the one I'm on. It's, a, okay. it's a, like, all right. you know, one of those RPG-ish games. Uh, I'm going to throw in some Battlefront next week, I think. Um, and then I'll be doing a Mass Effect Legendary Edition next month. That's one of my favorite games of all time. It's a great game. So I never got into Mass Effect back when I was playing, but uh, I had a lot of friends that, you know, they they were annoyingly obnoxious about oh, it. Dude, they, liked it. They, they remastered it. If you get a chance to check it out now, it's beautiful. And it's it's just it's one of those games that the story is just just captivating, just captivating. Okay. Hey, I was a Gears of War fan back in the day, uh, man. Is that, is that Gears for sure? Okay. All right. See, I'm cool. I'm down with it. Yeah, I know video yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The problem with Gears is I can't do that by myself, and I don't have friends that don't cuss. Oh uh, man, <laughs> I we used to. I had a bunch of friends we'd play online. It would be like four of us, and we'd probably get our ass kicked like six games in a row. But when things clicked, man, we felt like we were gods. Uh, every time you chain somebody, you feel like a god. Uh, but then they call you a noob because all you can do is chainsaw people. But we're like, I don't care. You're dead. Yeah, it turns out you're dead. <laughs> 
right, brother. Well, Geeker, man, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Obviously, we'll do it again down the road. So hopefully you enjoy the remainder of the baseball season. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me, guys. Man, we'd love to have you anytime. And, you know, hey, maybe when Bill's Mafia is striking back up, we'll we'll get you back on here. Absolutely. They're going to be tough to beat. I'd be better than 13-3 and this year. Uh, It's it's going to be right there for sure. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. All right, brother Giger, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, fellas. Peace out. I got to tell you guys, the NBA playoffs are here, and maybe now we can finally care a little bit about the NBA. My God, do we not crap on the NBA all the time? We we try though we try to talk about it we, we really we, do we try but I feel like it's genuine at least thirty seconds into but it. I think it kind of points out what we've always done is we've crapped on the NBA now the playoffs are here so we can talk about it a little bit but this is how much the the regular season doesn't matter is the the Warriors and Lakers play tonight at ten o'clock which sucks because it's so late now we might be down here playing NBA Jam and still catch some of it who knows what the night still entails for us but. We got to worry about Canadian big. Whoever whoever wins the game, who the the loser, they're probably going to beat the uh, nine or ten seed, right? Yeah, the way it works out, they're the seven eight game. So the loser of Warriors Lakers plays the winner of Spurs Grizzlies, and the winner of that game is in the playoffs. All right, so the Lakers are favored. Do you think they beat the the Warriors tonight? I do. I think I think they win by six or eight. I think Steph has a big game. It's tight towards the end, but the Lakers are a much better team. All than right. The so who's the number one seed in the West? Jazz. Jazz. All right. So the, La- overall, are the Lakers right? going to beat the Jazz. I think that they would. Okay. So, so the eighth be. seed. Right. This, this ain't your Supersonics. Yeah. <laughs> no, this would be Nuggets. Beat the Super. Yeah. They Save win. The <laughs> Crying on the yeah, court. Yeah. The Lakers win this game and get locked in as a seven. They're playing the Suns in the first round. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So either way, they're probably beating either of those teams, right? Yeah. Although I would love to see CP3 and the Suns knock off LeBron. Hey, Don't see sleep Javon, on the Suns, man. Did you see Javon Carter almost get a triple double the last game? 19, of the 10, and 9. Yeah, baby. Got his first start of the year, almost produced a triple double. Yeah. All right. So the, the Lakers say they move on past round one. I think they would play what? The Clippers maybe in round two? Hey, before we get to that, I think the Suns will take them to the deciding game. You, so you think they'll at least push them? Yeah. So I, the Lakers will win, but it's going to go south. I think it'll go the full amount. My, I guess what I'm trying to get at is uh, what round do you think the Lakers are going to be pushed? To the, they're gonna you guys think they're going all the way to the finals, right? <sighs> no. That's it. No, what we talked about? Because remember thing. me, I said the Nets – and the Lakers will both not make the finals. You said both. Yes. The Nets will make it. Yeah. The Nets will Even make it. Even though they've only played 39 minutes of their key three. Correct. There's okay. thing that kills me about the They're Lakers and their, your <laughs> they proclamation they won't be there. Have you ever seen a team throw a game as hard as the Clippers did against OKC to end the year? No. <laughs> I can't say They that. did not want the Lakers. And if they themselves don't have confidence, hey, hey, hey. My my point is the Lakers are in this 7-8 spot. They're having to do the play-in tournament, which we already know LeBron, who was a fan of, now all of a sudden isn't because he finds himself in this role. Well, that's LeBron. Right, flip-flop. And we always know he likes to read just page one of every book he ever picks up. Dr. LeBron Fauci. But but the the thing is, the Lakers are going to beat whoever they play in the West, right? Like, it it doesn't look good. Like, I, I think their best shot, is going to be like if they if they make it out of the first round, they probably will go to the finals. Most likely, 
I don't know who I. I just I, there's only a couple teams in the West that and I the really Clippers think could be the only other team I'd give a crap. the Clippers and I really like the Jazz, but they would play the Jazz in the first round potentially. No, well, yeah, potentially seven. if they lose tonight, yes, right. They win though. If they if they win, then they play the Suns, right, right. and then they could end up playing the Jazz at the very end. Right. I don't know. We'll see. But it, you know, it's kind of just made the NBA regular season seem even more meaningless, right? Yeah. You know what we need tonight? Draymond from Game Four, or whatever Game Five of the Finals a few years ago. He just needs to kick LeBron in the nuts. Yeah, just one time, swift kick in the nards. Yeah, that'll be good. Oh, I have a prediction about tonight's game. So it's it's ten o'clock. The game is just now starting. We're not watching. We're watching baseball. I think Steph Curry is going to press too hard in this game. I think he's going to probably shoot under forty percent from the floor, and they're going to lose because he's trying too hard. Is it, what do you guys think? We well, don't have a supporting cast, right? Right. I mean, it's he woke he, he woke up to, to him and Andrew Wiggins going into this game, not Clay Kyrie. He has to show up. I mean, like it's all him. But LeBron knows he can be like a facilitator and AD can carry. But if you're the Lakers, that's who you just guard, right? Like you just bother yeah. him and dare yeah. everybody else to beat you. You look at the Lakers. What did you say last week, Chad? Who are number two and three in the history of the NBA and per AD and LeBron? That's it. You only need one of them to show up to beat yeah. this team tonight. It is what it is. I think uh, that unless his supporting cast shows up, which they have, you need Wiggins to go out and have 28 on great shooting. You need Draymond to turn back the clock to 2015. And be close to triple-double stuff. Yeah, yeah, give like us the old Draymond. 10, 10, 10. 10, 10, 10. <laughs> So let's flip over to the East real quick, just because we already had some games there. So you had the Celtics and the Wiz, right? And Russell Westbrook, for all his prowess, couldn't couldn't – Put it together for that game. I know Bradley Bill's hurt and all that stuff, but man, they got the doors blown off of them, didn't they? Then they could be like thirty. Ah, uh, that was the uh, that was the Hornets. Oh, that Hornets. was the Hornets Pacers. Hornets Pacers Pacers won by twenty-seven. Uh, Celtics Wizards game. The Celtics Wizards game was while he's looking. I saw one of the funniest memes I've seen in a while. Go on. You know how it had the the Jordan from the 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 dance and he's looking down like, like at the laughing. iPad. Yeah. Yeah. And had him looking down and then, but at the top, it showed the halftime score of the Pacers and the Hornets. And he was just like, <laughs> they can't see my face, but he was like, in disbelief. <laughs> Mr. Brown was yeah. imitating his yeah. Jordan shrug. No, it's funny because I mean, like the Hornets are upcoming exciting team for once and LaMelo's out now, but the Pacers, they're just fundamental. They put it to them. Yep. They, they whipped him. Celtics won by 18, 118 to 100. Uh, so they did whip him. 18 points is not anything to sneeze at. So now it's Wizards and Pacers to see who gets the eight seed. Right. And that's That'll a, be fun. So that's yeah. the thing about the, the, the game tonight with the Warriors and Lakers. Whoever loses, they're still probably going to win the second game, right? Most likely. So so that's the thing. Like the drama that the NBA tried to put around this where you're like, oh, it's a play it. Like it's really not. It'd be fun it, uh, if one of the nine or ten seeds got through. It would be. Now, if if the seven and eights make it in both sides, then it's kind of pointless, right? Yeah. Well, the Grizz are up six right now on the Spurs with 13 seconds left. That's the 9-10. You get Grizzlies into a game with the Warriors or the Lakers, Ja Morant, 
That would be pretty cool to see that. I would just like to see John Morant get some national exposure because that dude is a baller. Yeah, because in a second year, his team would be in the playoffs and old Booker McFarlane, whatever, Zion, (laughs) they're still sitting at home. (laughs) Talking about Zion? Yeah. You call him Booker McFarlane? Yeah. I don't understand the reference. Because he likes shrimp Creole. And he's fat? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was going to say Booker T. McFarlane, but it's Booger. Sucker! <laughs> wow. I just think that it would be really nice to have a job around the playoffs. Do you, do you know who the comp, like, at least from a fantasy perspective, do you know what Jaws comp is for fantasy perspective? As oh. far as like historical or no, right now? I, Who's the guy that compares to John Morant? Um, mm, now I'm wanting to think. I don't know. Just tell me. DeMar DeRozan. Really? Because any other one of them shoot threes. That's That's fair. Mm. Only Morant's got more assists. Obviously. I was gonna say, is that even a comparison? No, it is. I mean, like they're like, statistically similar in fantasy. That's all I was saying. It's crazy because like Ja Morant for fantasy is like one eighty. You overall. are degenerates if you play fantasy NBA. Yeah, you're right. This was my <laughs> last year, folks. <laughs> Two degenerates. Degenerates. Uh, <laughs> He's speaking right. Canadian, folks. <laughs> no, don't you know? Don't even get him started. All right, so. The uh, so the NBA regular season doesn't matter. We're, we're close to the playoffs starting. Uh, when, when does the actual uh, the bracket begin? Uh, Friday or Saturday? Okay. And so you still st- sitting by who you think's going to make it? Nets are coming out of the East and the West. If the, I had to pick one team, I'll go with the Clippers. All right, I, I'm just saying that's who you've stuck by all this mm-hmm. time, Mr. Brown. Hmm. I'm going to go Nets as well. Okay. I'm going to pull Homer mode here. The Bulls. Yes. <laughs> you can't have two out of these. I am going with the Suns. All right. So uh, I also have the Suns coming out of the West. Oh, I'm surprised and, you there. And the Suns and the uh, Bucks. That's that's what I got. I tell you what, if the Suns make it, regardless of whether or not the Nets do, I can eat spicy raw and watch JC in the finals. We're going to root happy. for the Suns. If the Suns make it, we're going to be pulling hard yeah. for them. But you know Chris Paul's getting hurt in the finals. If I know, right? So you need, that's true. <laughs> hey, Javon Carter's going to be like Sam Cassell back in the day that just emerges in yeah, the NBA finals and becomes party. a legend. coming out party. Let's, ha- let's get it done, boys. Let's have it. Ah, uh, that's the most excited I can get about the NBA anyway. Um, I, Just I don't, one question for you yeah. guys. Years over, you could go through a ton of different awards. Who's your MVP? That's all I care about. MVP for NBA. Yeah, it's Steph, Curry. Is it the, I, the Joker to me? I think Steph wins it, but I think the Joker should win it. I think the Joker wins it. I think Steph gets votes and doesn't win it. I think this. I think Steph had a more impressive year given the circumstances, but I think Joker probably should win it. I think it's Curry coming back from the injury, and he had no help. Dude won a scoring title. He uh, kept him relevant. He doesn't win it. You know, Curry scored the most points in the least amount of games in NBA history. Well, he, he also led in uh, – he was the highest uh, points per game guy. Yeah, 31.8. He's the first guy in the history of the league to score over 2,000 points playing uh, – he played 63 uh, games, 63 or fewer. <laughs> I'll tell you who's not winning it is James Harden sipping his milkshake. Smoothie. That's a smoothie. <laughs> it's a milkshake, and you know it, damn it. <laughs> Fat bastard. He'll come out and drop 27 and 12 on you. I'm not saying he can't. You know what's crazy to me? 27 and 12 turnovers. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, We all talk about how athletic you have to be to play in the NBA now. James Harden is a ball-dominant, left-hand dominant guy with a belly. He can score 37 a game. Hey, them strip Steph Curry is not exceptionally athletic, 
32 a game. I Dude was, can handle I that. would say, is it? No, he is. is. He's got a, a, skills, fundamentals. I'm just saying he can't jump out of the gym, and that's what like they talk about. He ain't going to be one of these guys that's like, oh, put him in receiver. Let him run the ball. If he was ball, on whatever. NBA Jam, your ass would be taking him every time. Oh, I want Reggie Miller still. <laughs> right, and he's not on there for some reason. Why have the gods of NBA Jam punished us? It's terrible. Man. All right, so hopefully just all that banter we had will make everyone a little bit more excited to watch the NBA playoffs. Maybe it'll be fun. Maybe it'll be entertaining. Either way, we know the regular season doesn't matter, and that's the the more piss-poor thing about all of it. You know, it just sucks. Uh, Every other sport, regular season matters. My favorite thing from the last week was Hall of Fame induction and when Kobe's uh, wife, Vanessa, was God, I wouldn't even talk about that. She had the story and she was talking about asking Kobe, you know, you're always injured. Take some time off. Heal. And he said, what about the kid or the family or the, or the adult? Because he played 82 they games. They saved their money up. You so know what? I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent time. here. These rat bastard players that do this load management, you got Kobe who's sitting there talking about what about the kid that saved up? This is the only game they go to all year. I'm not going to show up. No, damn that. I'm going I'm to be there. I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, you know, where does he get that mentality from? Who who did he idolize? MJ. Right. And you wonder why people like us who are 40, we're men, we're 40. Why do we like Jordan so much? Because his ass showed up every single day. Dude, just if you go back and look, MJ and look at John Stockton. Stockton had how many 82 game seasons in his career? Like, they played All every of them? night. I don't know. He only had like four seasons out of like 19 <laughs> where he didn't play 82 games. And right. those were like 79 and 80 games. You know why? Because they felt like it was their job yep. to play. You know, and it was because they got paid millions of dollars to play a game. And we got guys who are, no, we're going to load manage. You know, got to look re- to that next contract because I'm a little bitch. <laughs> but I'm tired. I'm tired, coach. Can you sit me on the back of a back to back? Kawhi is another one who does that crap. He does. And, and, like, I get the analytics behind, like, the success rate of it and all that stuff. But it's, you know, the game's about the fans. Yep. Play Without the, the fans. fans, you're not out there playing. You're not making all that money. The guys are paying your salary. Deals, people aren't buying your crap. They're not buying your shoes. Who buys those shoes, Chad? You, me. We buy them for ourselves. I don't buy for our kids. shoes. But I'm saying... Those are the people who are allowing you to live that life. Have a little bit of damn self-respect and show up and play the game. It would be nice. That's all I'm saying. You know, it, it, it's just the – is this a sign of the times we're living in? Is this all this is? It's shitty times. The world's falling apart. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's not just the NBA. I mean, that companies now are having sensitivity training for younger generations to say – don't say these types of things that hurt their feelings. This sounds like something you might have experienced. That's work. corporate America. <laughs> I mean, like, Dude. don't say these types of things. They're not. They're not. They're very sensitive. They yeah. are sensitive. They're soft. S a w f t. They might be having a rough day, so just soft. take it easy, guys. Just, just deal with it, people. It's fine. Ah, my God, I feel like I've become my my old man. Okay, boomer. Okay. Ain't that what your son says? I said, my son tells me I'm a boomer all the time. I'm like, that's not what I am, but I guess, you know. Take I'm, it as a compliment. I do take it as a compliment. He's, he's definitely pride. our boomer. I'll say that. Well, you know what? You all are one and the same. You act like you're different than me, but you're not. You're not. You're the same. You and I. I will say this. I work with a guy who is not a United States citizen yet, but just moved here from Baghdad. And all he does is make fun of how sensitive Americans are. Well, you know what? If you live in won the game on a walk-off, what? I didn't see it. Oh, my God. Mr. Brown just Why didn't you tell run. me? 
He's not paying attention. He's he back there looking on his phone. phone. He's on his phone. You're going to the the Xennial to ask you about the game? It's true. No. Yeah. Shame on you. He's too busy on the snap face. Yeah. All right. Last thing I want to wrap up. We we got NBA Jam to play. I got to tell you guys, I watched the A&E biography on Shawn Michaels, and it is phenomenal. Now, Biggie, you've watched a couple of them, at least Roddy Piper maybe. I can't remember. Roddy Piper was amazing. Roddy Piper watching his reminded me of how great he was on the mic. We talk about the rock being great on the mic. We talk about Ric Flair cutting great promos. Rowdy Roddy Piper. One of a kind. Had he been in the same time as the rock, he could have been that level movie star. Uh, you know, he, have you ever seen they live? Yeah. yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's one got, of the greatest that's fight got my scenes in fight. history. Exactly. It's like seven minutes long. I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, Keith David, I think. The guy that does, uh, he does so many voiceovers. He's been in other, in other movies, Tons too. of stuff. Yep. And they have that uh, all about wearing the sunglasses. You uh, know, yeah. put these on. <laughs> He's kneeing them in the nards like a million times. It's fantastic. And that's was, a John Carpenter movie, if you didn't know that. I did. Yep. Yeah. Same guy I made Halloween. Yep. Anyway, I know, Mr. Brown, you want to turn the volume up? Is that what's happening here? No, go ahead. You, you guys I, are doing a great I, job. I see that you were lost in the, the Braves win here. Yeah, I, I didn't have nothing to add to the uh, vintage uh, wrestling you didn't, biographies. You didn't. So I'll, I'll say this about Roddy Piper, okay? And you think about being a big star and well, wrestler, and this is our entrance music. And they had his son on there who was talking about how he was in 30 to 35 fights a year at school because every kid wanted to check him to see – that's your dad, big tough guy. Well, he was a heel all the time. Yep. So the the outside stuff that comes with it probably isn't worth it a lot of times. But uh, could you imagine going to school and like someone wanted to fight you just because of who your dad was? Yeah, his fake personality. <laughs> I don't like him. Your yep. dad's a piece of shit. I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> what is that? Uh, all I was gonna add is the Shawn Michaels one this past week. It's it's just funny to watch because you get Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. And if you look at them today, Shawn Michaels looks like Shawn Michaels just bald now and with a beard. And Marty Jannetty looks like somebody you'd find, you know, like maybe a friendly crack dealer. I don't know. He, he He's like funny. a homeless guy on the streets outside of San Francisco. Like you, you look at like the two were a tag team and one of them like took off the heights and the other one not so much, you know. But now you get to hear him talk about the business. It's fun. Never forget that uh, Brutus Bieber. Bruce Brutus the Barber cake. Beefcake, the, the and sweet chin music. through the, yep. the glass. Yep. That's great. That's probably the best turn of all time. Maybe. I don't know. Either way. Mr. Brown, that's it for the show tonight. We got a guest next week, right? Possibly. Yes, we do. Can we give a teaser? We we're not, we're not going to say a name, but we, we might have a pretty good guest. If you guys are fans of the show and you listen on a regular basis, you're going to enjoy next week because we might have a potential. He's a five-time All-Star. Five-time All-Star. One-time batting champ. Ooh, a batting title. Been champ. to five World Series. Five. So he's. So you're saying he's a winner? I would. Yes, and I would also argue that he's probably got the best defensive play in the history of baseball. Ooh. Ooh. And not maybe not the best defensive play, but it was on every bloopers reel I've ever seen growing up as a kid. <laughs> but he did what he needed to do. So, so you're saying we might have a a living legend, so to speak. That's correct. I I I, I attest to that with great hair. Better than ours. Yeah. <laughs> well, anything's better than Canadian Biggie. <laughs> wow, look at Biggie. Biggie Why you got to go there? Like, <laughs> we're not on TV. Yeah, you yeah. do have a gray beard, though, and yeah. it's it's sexy. I'll give you that. Woo. 
Q Shawn Michaels music. <laughs> I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> I think he's cute. <sighs> I think it's time to stop the show. That was enough right there. I'm not well, singing. I'm not singing about Biggie. That's right. All right, guys, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcast, wherever it's uh, Apple, Google, Spotify. We're all over the place. Find us on social media. Find us on Facebook. We're kind of on Twitter and Instagram too. All that stuff's good, but we know Facebook's where our bread is buttered. So if you want all your fun sports memes, trivia, you know, debates, all that stuff, it's all right there. Other than that, Everybody enjoy your weekend. I'm, it's been 85 degrees today here in West Bygod, Virginia. Hopefully it's been nice wherever you're at. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. See you next week.